Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. Paul says he's urging us to pray for everyone, even the people we may not like, even that politician that we may not like, even that neighbor that we may not like, even we might be sitting in a pew next to somebody we may not like. God still urges us to pray for them. We should pray for everyone and everyone should pray. into the word. Today's message is going to come from the book of 1 Timothy, the second chapter. I'm going to be reading the first through the seventh verse. Again, that is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. I'm going to be reading the New International Version of uh, God's word today. Um, Let's see what it has to say for us today. Amen. Hear ye the word of the Lord. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This is now been witnessed to at the proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying and a true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, please. O Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. We thank you for every good and perfect gift that comes from above. We thank you for the opportunity to gather in your word and worship and praise your name, Lord God. Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Allow this to be a word that does your will in its people. Lord God, we ask that you take anything out of me uh, that is not like you and that this be uh, something that points people to Jesus Christ. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, For the time that we get to spend together today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the best mediator. The best mediator. Um, I, at one time, wanted to be, and truthfully, I still want to be, a mediator. I feel that some of my most 
significant accomplishments came from not things that I've done, but the ability to bring people together in the same room to accomplish a goal. Um, I've been told by many friends and family members that they think I would make a good mediator. I've looked at the cost and the, the training it would call uh, for to become a certified mediator, and I have some pastor colleagues um, who have gone through mediator training and told me about how much it helped their ministry. So there may still come a time where I become a mediator or become certified in mediation. Uh, a mediator stands between uh, two people estranged from one another to facilitate communication between them. Um, if there's a power differential between them, if one is more powerful than the other, uh, the mediator is duty bound to protect the interests of the weaker party. So when there's a negotiation in the contract, sometimes they'll have a mediator. Uh, in divorces, they'll be mediators. Uh, sometimes people will go to a mediator uh, before they decide to go to court and sue one another. I've been told in many assessments uh, that I have a strong sense of justice and want to make sure that everyone is treated fairly. Uh, and I think that I'm not alone in that. I believe we all have uh, some sense of justice. If we did not care about our fellow brothers and sisters, I believe the world would be in a worse place. Now, I'm not saying it's perfect right now. But I am saying that we've gotten as far as, we, as we've gotten because people were willing to care about someone other than themselves. They were able to represent the interests of other people. Uh, that's how laws got passed. That's how policies got put in place. That's how organizations were formed because people wanted to care, care for their neighbor. Uh, things get better when people are willing to help one another and not just help themselves. And we see an example of someone pointing out the ability to be willing to help someone else and not just themselves in the book of First Timothy. Uh, First Timothy is considered a Deuteropauline letter, a, a, a pastoral epistle, if you will. Uh, for, just for explanation, the pastoral epistles are uh, some of the books in the New Testament where they tell a pastor how they believe a pastor is supposed to behave. First and Second Timothy and Titus are considered the pastoral epistles. Uh, and some people believe this was written somewhere around 100 CE. Uh, but something is interesting interesting when I think about the Apostle Paul, right? Uh, the Apostle Paul was doing hybrid ministry before there ever was a COVID pandemic. Yes, yes, Pastor Paul uh, was, was doing uh, his thing as a hybrid pastor because Paul pastored and planted churches uh, and he visited other churches. He was there in person and then when he couldn't be there in person, he also sent letters for them to be read during church service about a word from the Lord. So Paul was doing hybrid ministry well before we ever thought of it. This was not, as Jason Moore, uh, a church consultant, says, this is not an either or situation, but a both 
and situation. And because one church was doing something, that didn't stop other churches from functioning. Amen. Uh, what the Galatian church did didn't stop the Corinthian church. And what the Corinthian church did didn't stop the Ephesian church. And the Ephesian church didn't stop the Philippian church. And the Philippians didn't stop the Thessalonians. And the Thessalonians didn't stop the Colossians. Everybody was still able to do ministry. And just because one group was already out there, they didn't stop that. They all had work to do for the kingdom of God, so they did the work. You know, First Timothy, I like it as well uh, because it's a little different uh, than some of the other uh, Paul line and Deutero Paul line letters. Um, Paul had a formula, a pattern, if you will, to the way he wrote the letters. And he almost always started off these letters uh, thanking God and also thanking God for the person or persons that he was writing the letter to. Uh, but if you were to read 1 Timothy 1, you would see uh, he does not just say thank God for that. He thanks God for what God has done for himself. Paul is, is happy to God uh, for Timothy. He's thankful to God for Timothy, but he is also even happier and even more thankful for what God has done for Paul. Paul is thankful that God saw fit to save him, even though he violently persecuted the church. Paul is thankful because he didn't do right all of his life. He didn't do everything that he was supposed to have done, but God saw fit to turn his life around on the road to Damascus and change the way he thought about things, change his mission, change his action. And if God can save Paul, if God can use a Paul, if God can turn somebody like Paul around, he most certainly can turn around Little old me. He most certainly can turn around anybody under the sound of my voice. If there is anybody under the sound of my voice that has a, has a, a reason to be thankful to know that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? They know that there are some things that they did last year or they know that there are some things that they did last month. They know that there are some things they might have done last night. But God saw fit. Uh, they, 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 God saw fit to save someone like Paul. And because God saw fit to save someone like Paul, he'll also see fit to save someone like you. And so when you think of his goodness, the response is to thank. And because Paul is thankful, Paul is also prayerful. That's why he urges, first of all, for petitions, prayers, intercession, intercession and uh, thanksgiving to be made for all the people. Paul is prayerful. Paul is prayerful in this passage. Prayer is both a duty and a privilege. It's a duty because God tells us to do these things. God tells us to pray for everyone. I'm going to say that again. It's a duty because God tells us to do this. Paul says he's urging us to pray for everyone. 
even the people we may not like, even that politician that we may not like, even that neighbor that we may not like, even we might be sitting in a pew next to somebody we may not like. God still urges us to pray for them. We should pray for everyone and everyone should pray. And I like that there are not a bunch of instructions or mechanics around it. Yes, there are, there are examples for how to pray. There are formulas out there. There's the model prayer. There's the acts prayer. There's all kinds of things. But when Paul is trying to get everybody involved, he does not take the time to go through all the steps. He doesn't write a thesis. He doesn't write a whole bunch of stuff. He just says we need to pray. All of us pray. Paul says we should pray and prayer is for all things and all people. He doesn't lay out a complicated plan. He just says pray. Pray for everything and everybody. Not a bunch of steps to prayer. Paul is borrowing the slogan from the Nike company, just do it. And Paul's got some backing to it. Uh, prayer is not a one-time thing. Prayer is not a, a, a one-off or something you do and then it's fine. Uh, the Bible says in Isaiah 55 and 6 to seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he's near. It says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 to pray without ceasing. Uh, and, and if you don't like what Paul had to say about it, Jesus says something about it in Matthew 7 and 7. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. He said in Mark 11 and 23, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he said will be done, will have whatever he says. We need to pray. Uh, uh, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard and, heart, and, and, and guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is not an, a, a singular thing. It, praying is like talking. I can't just tell my wife when we get married, I love you, and never tell her that ever again. I can't just tell my children I love them once and never tell them again. We can get off of love and we can talk about exercise. I can't just exercise one time and then be in shape. Prayer is a continual communication, continual communication, continual communication over and over again. We need to be communicating with God, praying for everybody and everybody praying. God said when he put the money changers out of the temple that my house should be called a house of prayer. And we can pray because we have uh, the best mediator and intercessor operating on our behalf. Uh, you know, it, it, it's funny. Um, in researching for this sermon, I learned that the word intercession uh, is derived from a word that means to have the good fortune to be admitted in audience with the king. To have the good fortune 
to be admitted an audience with the king. We have the best intercessor on our behalf, the best person to give us the good fortune to have an audience with the king. Uh, once a year in the Old Testament, the high priest was allowed to go into the inner section of the temple to make a sacrifice for the sins of all the people. You had an outer court in the temple, and then you had an inner court where uh, some of the people were, and then you had the Holy of Holies, which was the, the, the sanctum sanctorum, the inner section of the temple, and you weren't supposed to be in there. That was not where everybody hung out. This was not the fellowship hall of the church. Nobody went in there most of the year. Uh, but once a year, the high priest was a mediator for the believers of God. And no one was allowed to enter the Holy of Holies throughout most of the year because going into the Holy of Holies and you weren't worthy to go into the Holy of Holies meant death. Matter of fact, when the high priest would walk in there, they would tie a rope around him and have some people on the outside so that if the high priest went in that year and he hadn't been holy and he died, they could pull him out with the rope without having to go in there themselves to get them. And they did this once a year uh, for the sins of the people for that year. But Paul is letting us know that we have a brand new mediator. In today's reading, he says there's one mediator between God and mankind, and it is Christ Jesus himself, a human who gave himself as ransom for all. You know, I would imagine that whoever was the high priest once a year might have gotten a little scared to go into the Holy of Holies, to go through the veil. Uh, but Jesus does not fear stepping through the curtain, blocking the Holy of Holies, for he is the second person of the Trinity, the same as God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is our mediator. And in this case, he is going in on our behalf and he is willing to save us no matter how bad we were in the past. God desires salvation for all whose son gave himself as a ransom of all. And so the same God that was able to appoint Paul a teacher who used to persecute the church. If God can save Paul, God can save anybody. God looks beyond our faults and satisfies our needs. God loves us. God loves us. God loves us and there is nothing that can separate us from that love. We just need to be able to take what we need to the Lord. Take what we need to Jesus. Pray when we're broke. Pray when we have money. Pray when we have friends. Pray when we're lonely. Pray in sickness. Pray in health. Pray when our children are acting up and pray when our children are the perfect little angels we know them to be. Pray in all situations about everything. If our political candidate wins, pray. If our political candidate loses, pray. We get the job promotion that we were vying for, Pray. If we don't get the promotion, pray. If we don't have a job, pray. When we get a job, pray. When we lose a job, pray. Pray in all things for all situations. Pray and keep praying. And after you are done, 
pray some more. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. Hear our fainted cry. He will in answer by and by. Feel the prayer will turn in. Know that the fire is burning. Just a little talk with Jesus will make it all right. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry, not some things, not a part of the things, not most of the things, everything to God in prayer. I know I have a Savior who I can tell all my troubles to when I'm burdened and don't know what to do. I go to God in secret prayer and I can leave all my burdens right there. I know the Lord will make a way somehow. Yes, he will. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open and we invite you to come. Pray with me, please. O oh Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is great and greatly to be praised. There is none like you in all the earth. Lord God, we thank you for your word that went forth, reminding us to pray all the time and for everyone, Lord God. Allow this word to be a seed that is planted in good soil and produces a great harvest for your people, 30, 60, 100 fold, and allow your Holy Spirit to do its work, that if there is somebody that doesn't know about this mediator, Christ Jesus, that they'll ask, what must I do to become saved? Let your Holy Spirit do his holy work in your holy people for your holy kingdom. It is in your son's blessed, perfect, precious, powerful name. Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.